I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries We had quite the entertaining weekend in the NBA this weekend. Uh the Warriors had a rematch against the Sun which they came out victorious comprehensively and then they ended up losing to the Spurs. The Rockets are on a six game winning streak. Uh the Phoenix Suns obviously had their streak ended by the Warriors. The Bulls beat the Nets yet again, uh, kind of sending a statement uh, in the Eastern Conference the second time they beat the Nets this season by the way. Uh but on today's episode I wanted to focus on one team that has lost their second home game third home game in fact but they're 1 and 10 on the road and they're having a bunch load of issues injuries management changes their head of chief operations or chief head of operations or however you call it has got fired now yeah. so who's actually running the trailblazers right now nobody knows let's find out whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us tanvi and shlok We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset and everything sport. So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday only on the IVM Podcast Network. Trust us, it's going to be lit. So over the weekend, uh, Portland lost to the Celtics <coughs> 145 to 117. The game before that they lost to the Spurs which kind of nobody noticed because uh, OKC lost by 73 points that day and nobody noticed yeah. that Portland Trail Blazers lost by 32 points against San Antonio Spurs. Before that they lost to the Sacramento Kings and before that uh, they lost to the Warriors by 15 odd points. They won one game in the last five and that was against Detroit Pistons so I don't know how much that counts for. <laughs> sure. And like I said over the weekend uh, Sam Olshay, Anil Olshay, their head of uh, operations got fired for apparently a toxic work culture and there have been complaints going on around them. Uh they have a new coach, Chauncey Billups, who's in his first year of coaching. He was brought in to what was Portland's problems last season? Defense. He was brought in to shore up the defense. They went from 28th in defense to 29th in defense to 30th yeah. this season in defense. So he's not fixed it, it's gotten worse uh, if it could get any worse. Their three guard rotation is not working on defense at least because obviously CJ Dame and Norman Powell are not the best of defenders and it shows in the scores. What next for Portland? I mean, you know that this combination is not working. CJ and Dame has been at it for how long now? 6-7 years. The the farthest you could go that to it took Dame to perform at the peak of his abilities to go to a Western Conference final and that too you barely made it yeah. and you got thrashed by the Warriors yeah. anyway. Yeah. Where do the Portland Trail Blazers go from here? Home, home. They should go home. Mission well, they're winning games at home. Thankfully, for them, they lost just three at home, but they're one and ten away. So. No, so they had a, they had a ten and one and one and ten record or something like that, very something yep, similar yep, to that, exactly. and then just started losing home games also now because yep. of course Dame Lillard is sitting out for a few weeks. Uh, it's clearly not working. This is a a backcourt where, and I don't get the direction in which they went. Also, you're asking me who's running the team now. I, I will ask you who's running the team for five years. I don't think anyone was. uh it, they go in very strange directions uh a they hold on to nokis like he's shack uh, they expect him to come back and deliver like he's shack mm-hmm. it's like the way they talk about once nokis is fit this team like what what when nokis is fit exactly <laughs> what is he going to do when he's fit few points here and there that's what it um the backcourt 
was clearly not working out. It's a good backcourt. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting backcourt. It's clearly not something you don't have Sexton and Garland and expect to make the NBA final straight away. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, even if you upgrade one of them to an uh, uh, almost MVP level player, it's still not going to happen. You need a lot more um, to work with. So you you would think, uh, given all of this overwhelming evidence, they would go fix the big man problem. Uh, maybe uh, uh, love knockage for all anyone cares. Get somebody else also. Create some healthy competition there. Nope. What do they do? Uh, they give away the one decent, uh, half decent on the bench big guy option they had. And then instead of actually getting another big worth anything, they go and get another guard. And then they say, we're going to play with the three guard strategy. And now we're all breaking our heads trying to justify it, saying at any point, there'll be two high scoring guards on the court. That's how this three guard blah, blah, blah will work. And Melo will come off the bench or a disaster. Um, they should trade me, make it happen. And there's uh, the Philadelphia uh, Portland trade is just waiting to be made. Uh, I I saw rumors and I think Bill Simmons was the one the the tweet that you shared that um, they should they should just offer uh, Lillard uh, just a couple of whatever random players and picks in in exchange for uh, no sorry not picks from Portland a couple of random players just to balance out the the mm-hmm. salary gap and in exchange they should ask for Maxi they should ask for uh, Ben Simmons and they should. Ask for some a bunch of picks because that's mm-hmm. how valuable Dame Lillard is. Mm-hmm. Problem with that is I don't think Philadelphia would be too keen to give up Maxi. Also, they're they're being kind of forced to give up Ben Simmons anyway. I don't know if they'll want to give up Maxi, but if the prospect of getting Dame Lillard is so good and and Daryl Morey seems to be obsessed with making this dream combo happen of Embiid and Lillard, it's his dream combo. It's not mine, but he seems obsessed with making it happen. If that's the case and and there's some room for negotiation, I think uh, Portland should ask for. Uh, let Maxi be. I think both teams would be happy with that. They should ask for Matt uh, for for Thibault instead because Ben Simmons and Thibault. That's a major major statement in terms of how serious you are in showing up your defense. And you still have a big man problem to fix, and you need to go get someone who can score points because these guys. I don't know. The example you took of Garland and Sexton. That's great because who else are there in the Cleveland Cavaliers? Right? They have Jared Allen, yeah, Ivan exactly. Mobley, and uh, that's a lineup filled with big men and it's becoming difficult to score against the Cavs as you've been seeing lately. They've, yeah. they've hit great form. They're probably a playoff contender team right now. But the Lillard situation is interesting. Uh, I think that would make Sixers really, really strong. Yeah. I think by holding on to Simmons for so long and not really accepting whatever they're getting, I think Daryl Morey is kind of waiting for this situation, right? I mean, I think he was betting on one of the teams to blow up and know that, okay, this is not working out. We'll, give, yeah. we'll create a star. It could have been I don't know, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, who never knows. Something or the other happens all the time in the league. And this situation with now the front office changing in Portland, I think this is a perfect situation for uh, the Sixers to cash in, try mm-hmm. to negotiate a deal for Lillard. And I'm sure Portland are thinking that way as well. This season looks like a gone case. Let's yeah. rebuild, let's press reset and start all over again. Uh, the other trade that uh, was interested, if they want to keep Lillard and if they are so hell-bent on keeping Lillard and still making it work with him would be of course, CJ McCollum, because one of them has to go for this to work, right? And over the summer, there was rumors that the Sixers were interested in CJ McCollum, but they wanted uh, three draft picks and three swap picks and yeah. ben Simmons, <laughs> for Ben Simmons, right? And CJ McCollum. But the Portland Trailblazers just felt that it was way too many picks and they didn't want to force that. Yeah, I think going back on that trade, they could probably negotiate a better deal now because the value of Simmons is 
dip massively right? I mean, nobody is asking for six picks yeah. Yeah, yeah. and cj mcculum for ben simmons maybe it could be cj mcculum plus two picks who knows i mean mm-hmm. his value has dipped that bad yeah. could you put simmons in the top 25 players right now i don't think so i mean he could have been last year but after his showing there and his Uh, mental health issues and who knows if he I mean you can't when he's not playing uh, people I'm sure exactly. people would take the mental health issues and say we'll work we'll work through it we'll put experts on his case but it's hard to tell if you're a top 25 player if you haven't played in months <laughs> that's the biggest exactly, problem right? then Simmons I think that would be an interesting trade if they're really hell-bent on keeping Dame Lillard which I don't think is a bad deal either way but you got to get rid of CJ McCollum and that's something that'll work out for the Philadelphia Sixers as well No, but for me, I, that, that's the thing. I don't think it'll really. <clears throat> it's it's experiment to another bizarre experiment. I think Dame Lillard and Ben Simmons. What are you trying to achieve with that? You have one guard that doesn't uh, defend, uh, virtually doesn't defend at all in Dame Lillard. He'll give you some effort, but no skill. Sort of like a Steph Curry, uh, but a juggernaut on the other end. Fears mm-hmm. nothing. Fears no one. Fears no moment. Then you have Ben Simmons. Fears a layup shot. Open. uh but defense like a monster what are you going to achieve with this combination i don't get it neither is so going to get support can you from the other. can you run the warriors example again could it be like a draymond and steph combo no it can't no it absolutely can't that's that's my point it can't because uh, unless they start playing ben simmons at the four and even then even then the warriors are the warriors because of these two all right but there's still a great bunch of talent you put you put around them the warriors one this good when uh, it was just draymond and steph last season And everyone else is still figuring out how to do it. The Warriors are good because they have GP two coming off the bench, contributing on both ends. They have Jordan Poole picking up the slack on scoring. And they have Damian Lee off the bench. They have um, uh, I keep uh, Wiggins. Why do I keep blanking on Wiggins? <laughs> they have Wiggins who is now playing really well. I must say at both ends of the court. So it takes all of that. Portland don't have any of that. So just putting Ben Simmons and uh, theoretically it could work. Ben Simmons at the four, sort of like a Draymond. But he, we've never seen him there except for a few games here and there in the playoffs. He's never really played that at a stretch. So who knows? It's speculative at best. I, if you're Portland, do you really want to speculate some more? You've been speculating about Nurkic for the better part of this decade. You've been uh, you've been trying to make this backcourt work for God knows how many uh, for for how long. You've been in and out of wing players to support and three and D players. I mean, call it a day. Let it go. Let them move on. Let him go. Try and get a chip in Philadelphia. I don't think he'll get one there, but. Let him try at least, and in the meantime, you pick up Ben Simmons, pick up a couple of young players, get a bunch of picks. Um, you know, go to the draft, try your luck, rebuild. That that would be a way better proposition than yet another experiment doing nothing and and not winning anything. If you're not going to win anything, might as well rebuild. My question is this: I mean, now they've had this investigation on Olshay going on for almost six weeks now, right? Hmm. And if the Sixers really wanted to put in a trade now, who were they contacting? Were they contacting this guy who was about to get fired? I mean. Who was running the organization? Um, now? I'm Because... pretty sure they would, they would have texted the owner or something. I'm pretty sure that's that's how it looks like. It, the the allegation was hostile work environment. It looks like his firing was a part of a hostile work environment. It's just a bizarre case all all round. So I am guessing. I'm guessing they were in contact with the owner directly. All right. So that was the Portland Trailblazers. The other team I wanted to barely, I mean, slightly touch upon today was. Mm-hmm. Another team who are on a four-game win streak. Uh, no, I'm not talking about the Rockets. They're on a six-game win six, streak. Six, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Who are on a four-game uh, win streak. And here's the fun fact about that streak: they have never trailed in any of those four games. Oh, that. Jamorant is not playing. They never yeah. trailed in any of those four games. One of those yeah. games was a 73-point victory. Yeah, yeah 73-point victory. Yeah. Uh, this team is fun, man. I mean, they're fourth in the conference. And if you remember, sometime last season, I uh, mentioned about how. 
the grizzlies are really fun team to watch they have a bunch of youngsters who yeah. really put in the effort uh none of these are big names i mean i wouldn't really see venice memphis coming to the bay area to go see them play right i mean it's none of it's not a big big name team you have steven adams and jaron jackson junior desmond bain dillon brooks it's a bunch of individuals who can really play their roles really really well yeah. it's a team with a lot of hustle it's a team who can who can score who can defend and that's it's a pretty interesting lineup do you think memphis grizzlies have it in them to stay where they are right now on the table and probably cause a few shocks in the western conference um i i like them they're on the come up but shocks in the western conference i don't know so much because i mean one of the strengths of the team apart from jamarant is uh they've got a bunch of young players a lot of whom are on the come up a lot of whom would be targeting big paydays coming soon uh, some of them will get it in memphis some of them will move on but but there's a lot of value to be extracted from this team um and the best part about them is they it's right now at least a team with no egos everyone plays for everyone uh, as a result you see extremely well distributed equitable usage rate you see well distributed scoring in most games except when somebody gets hot on a, on a given night um it's it's great right now it's a, it's a happy summer camp but <laughs> it doesn't stay like that for too long and and as games get tighter your and they've not really been stress tested also in this win streak mm-hmm. uh, they've never trailed like you said what if yeah. they're down by 13 and you're entering the fourth quarter would you still distribute the usage rate as much or do you have a plan where you clearly know into whose hands the ball is going let's say that's jamarant which it most likely is Mm-hmm. uh overtime what does that do to the team there there's so many questions that a short burst of form like this doesn't really answer i don't think uh they're a top 4 my phone just went off i don't think they're a top 4 team uh in the west at least this season can they get there uh. hey everybody it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network in the kickoff episode of think fast our host varun dukirala and suchita salman give you their hot takes on all things trending whether it's the paytm ipo fallout taylor swift's re-releases or the latest season of short tag india do check it out on misconduct raghavi and nisha take us through the story of santok bin jadeja aka the godmother of porbandar At her peak in the 80s and 90s, her gang had over 500 registered criminal cases. Are social networks just content moderating platforms or are they true blue publishers? Dive deeper into this debate with Siddharth on Smarter with Sid. On Marathi Kirtan, Dr. Rajiv and Manik Deshmukh talk about differently able people who emerged as achievers. And speaking of Varun Dugirala, this week on advertising is dead. He is joined by content creator and gamer Myth Path. They discuss his journey as a creator and the experience that came from it. Do follow us on social media where IVM podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And remember if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. And finally do remember that many of our shows are available on YouTube. You can check that out by going to our website ivmpodcast.com/youtube where we have a list of all of our various YouTube channels. Finally, we'd like to thank the sponsors on the network this week, Cred, Bank of Baroda, HDFC Mutual Fund, Coinswitch, Kuber, Intel and Oxfam India. Thank you so much for making this possible. Is this a Maybe. short burst of form though? I mean, they've been again they've been at this summer. No, no, they've been good. If you remember yeah. the bubble season, they went on, made the plane game. Okay, knocked out by Lillard. Last season, they eliminated the Warriors in the plane game and made the playoffs actually. And even, in fact, uh, surprised the Utah Jazz for a single game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So these these are all signs of progress from a long time. It's not just really sure. a short burst of form that put them in fourth place. So is. No, the is question was about fourth place, right? Do I see them finishing in fourth? Mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. no, I don't. Can they make the playoffs? Yeah, 
can they beat anyone in the playoffs i don't think so that's that's my point let's say they finish fourth or fifth mm-hmm. or sixth mm-hmm. which is a little more likely for me and then they avoid the play in games and they make the playoffs right who are they who are they going to play are they uh, either the jazz suns or the warriors something like that jazz suns warriors clippers depending on where they finish mm-hmm. they're going to play one of these i don't think they're beating any of them i don't think they're putting a dent on any of those teams i don't think they can take on the clippers also even as they're um, currently constituted even without kawai i don't think they can beat them in a seven game series clippers maybe they can put a dent on them the other teams they're not even going to scratch so yeah, i don't i don't see it with the jazz i think it'll be a repeat of last season if they face off okay okay i'm i'm pretty bullish on this uh, memphis grizzlies team i really enjoy watching them play it's something that i've been following in the recent past given their yeah. good run of form and i've surprisingly watched them a lot more after after jamoran got injured uh, yeah. so but it's I'll like be... don't you think they like uh, it's on jamoran now because he's clearly yeah. the talisman and the face of, of the franchise that they've chosen um it they are they are on the cusp they are like the hawks last season now it's up mm-hmm. to their yeah, talisman exactly. and maybe one other player who so like mm-hmm. the hawks had what they had trey young going off last season John they got Collins. a little lucky with the fixtures but they still made it to the conference finals and game 7 yeah. which is no joke um they took the eventual champions to to seven games but how did they do it trey young went off they made some inspired acquisitions mm-hmm. uh including capella uh, mm-hmm. at the at the five and uh, and they had Bogdanovich. john collins in a yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah bogdanovic that was that well that was a bucks screw up more than a hawks <laughs> trade but uh, and they had uh, john collins on a contract here going off uh, and a bunch of mm-hmm. others who were also expecting contracts like hotter etc etc who put in a good shift somewhere or the other in the season if all of that clicks sure the grizzlies are are trouble but those are a bunch of ifs just because they clicked for one team last season doesn't mean they'll click for this team this season and however good jamarant is uh triangle is at another level right now and it'll it'll take a bit of a leap to get there it's not about the numbers it's about eking out wins and that's where i think triangle has sort of figured it out um at a playoff level which jamarant i don't know if he has it's, it remains uh, to be seen untested their second guy for me is jaren jackson junior yeah. i mean he's similar to john collins like you said he was the fourth pick in 2018 i mm-hmm. think he's averaging 15 points and almost two blocks per game 37% from 3 as well but uh, he's been really good over the last few games He's kind of pushed out Steven Adams out of the rotation. Steven Adams starts games but he doesn't really end games yeah. anymore. He yeah, just yeah. plays 15-20 minutes but Jaren Jackson is playing that 4-5 uh, role. So he's been a really fun game to, uh, fun player to watch and good for him. I mean he missed the entire season due to injury isn't it? Uh yeah, last yeah, season yeah. and hmm. he's back and he's playing really well and it's a fun team to watch. I prefer watching the Memphis Grizzlies given uh, how Portland Trail Blazers are watching I prefer the Memphis Grizzlies any day. Uh As always, great fun catching up with you. But that's all I got on today's episode. I'll see you tomorrow. A nice bunch of games coming up, including Grizzlies versus the Heat. That's something I'll be watching. Yeah. Portland play Clippers. Uh, that's something I'll be watching as well. Dame, no Dame Lillard against uh, Paul George. That's kind of a shame, but uh, it'll be a fun game nevertheless. A bunch of good games. No, I think that's Hawks play the T Wolves. That that should be. Yeah, that's also. that's those are two fun teams. I mean, the yeah. Hawks finally finding some form. T Wolves have been up and there throughout the season. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Bye.